Welcome to the Greenville Smart Podcast. I'm your host, Elaine McNamara, um, the Director of Operations here at the Smart Center in Greenville and the Director of the Greenville Chamber of Commerce. I'd like to, uh, before we get started, thank our sponsors, Bradford National Bank. Find out more about Bradford National Bank online at bradfordbank.com. They are located physically in Greenville Highland and Marine, but you can reach them worldwide via their website. Entertech Global, uh, geothermal and solar energy, energy plus technology, entertechusa.com. Of course, Greenville Smart, the Smart Center, Greenville University. If you'd like to know more about the Smart Center, if you'd like to uh, perhaps get office space or schedule event space, you can do so by emailing Elaine, that's me, at greenvillesmart.com. And if you'd like to know more about the Greenville Chamber of Commerce, please give us a call, 618-664-9272. I'm so excited because today our guest, uh, one of the, the original people in the mix for the Smart Center, I think you might have been in the discussions before I even came about, right? Yeah. I think so. They, uh, they got you in early as a student, got your input. You worked with probably everyone who had any decision-making involving this building. I think you, you had like five bosses when you, yeah, something like that. Yeah. In your last semester. Yeah. <laughs> so Natty was not only my assistant, I only got to have her as an assistant for a very brief time. She was Breck Nelson's assistant, um, also worked with Suzanne and who else? Denera? Very well, yeah, Denera. Um, I don't even remember all of them, to be honest. There were a lot of them. There were a, a lot, lot of people. A lot. And your name is on the plaque downstairs yeah. as part of the, uh, the the influencers of this whole project. So for those of you who don't know, which there aren't very many who don't know, Natalyn Hepburn. Uh, Natty was is a graduate of Greenville University. Um, like I said, she worked for, for many people on campus. Um, long journey from, from Southern Illinois to the Big Apple. Yeah. You are now, is this right? You're an assistant grant manager for Music Performance Trust Fund? Yes, that is my, that is my job now. All right. Well, let's, let's uh, back it up a little bit. So We've talked before, and we may even talked on the podcast before, because she has been a guest on the podcast. You came to yeah. Greenville. Greenville was not your first. No, I feel like that's um, pretty common with the undergrad students, at least. You know, you don't, you don't plan to end up there, but you do, and then your life has changed because of it. So that's kind of what happened to me. Um, the, you know, the women's soccer team was a big influencer on why I chose Greenville, um, and why, what kept me here in the beginning for sure. Um, and then as I kind of grew up a little bit and got into my major, which was music business at Greenville, um, I just started loving all the experiences that I was having. And I knew that it was making a big impact in my life. So. Do you think the fact that it was a smaller institution was beneficial for you? I do. I think I, I needed, um, the intentionality that the professors brought because of the classroom sizes and because of just how they they looked at me as an individual person, not just a number. Um, I think that was really helpful. And I would have got lost in the shuffle if I would have went bigger. Yeah, I think that is a uh, what happens to most people when they go to a larger university, myself included. But we're finding the more students that we talk to here, 
Um, we interviewed Sydney Webster recently. And like she said, you don't have to just be an athlete or you just be involved in this one thing. You can be involved in everything when you're a student here. So that's pretty much your experience, isn't it? I'm having a little hard time hearing you. I don't know what it is. Are you there? Are you there? Yes. Okay. Now, perfect. Okay. Um, so tell us how you got, okay. First of all, yeah, well, let's just go your story, your journey to New York. Okay. First of all, the connection, how did this even happen? Um, so my boss, Dan Beck is on the Briner advisory board. Um, so I think I met him for the first time. Um, he came to campus when I was a sophomore, um, at school and I asked him if he would like to grab lunch and just kind of talk about his career, um, in the music industry. So we went to Kahuna's and we both got the wipeout burger and we just bonded over, um, our connection to Denera and then also just, you know, the ins and outs of his life, his crazy and awesome career, um, in the music industry. And kind of, we started the discussion of what he is doing now, which is, um, he's the trustee for the organization I work at now. Um, so that kind of started a relationship. And then throughout my college um, experience, I would reach out to him, um, for any internship opportunities that he might know about in the music industry. Um, and then, yeah, so I think it was in January, last January, he reached out to me and they were wanting to hire. Um, and so I immediately just thought of New York city and all of the connections that Dan has. And I just knew that he would have my best interest, um, at heart. So I, I flew to New York in March, a week before the city shut down because of COVID. Um, and I loved all of the people I would be working with and I loved the city. And so, yeah, in May I got on a plane and moved here. So. Yeah. We were all like, Oh no, she's going to change her mind is <laughs> there. Nothing's open. How can you go? And you went. And so what was it like when you first got there? Oh my gosh. Those were some very lonely days for sure. Um, it was hard to go from being surrounded by so many people all the time and just so many people that knew me for the past two to four years um, to not having anyone around. Um, so that was weird. Um, the city was very quiet um, and I was way less busy than I was at Greenville. So I felt like I was moving to the most happening city in the world, but I had so much time on my hands. So I was like, I don't know what to do. <laughs> so you didn't start working in, um, right away, did you? Um, I was finishing my master's degree, so I had a few weeks of just doing school, and that was like, I didn't, I did not like it. I did not ha like having so much time, um, but my first day of work was June 1st, so it was about a month. Did you go into the office in June, on June 1st? No, um, um, I didn't start going into the office until August. Oh, wow. So, yeah, it was a long time. Yeah. So, well, I guess you got a chance to ease into the city. Then. I mean, <laughs> yeah, yeah. You could kind of, yeah, grow with the hustle and bustle as it picks back up. Yeah. What What's uh, What's that been like? I mean, now that things are, I guess they're starting to open up again, right? Yeah, sort of. Yeah, sort of. It's kind of, it's still in limbo. It's not yeah. the hustle and bustle of Bond County. I know that, <laughs> but you know what is, but um yeah, yeah, you're you're coming from now. I know you you also grew up in a very small town in southern Illinois, right? Yes. 
And you had no fears about moving to New York? Um, I knew that I wanted to try to live in a big city um, after my Greenville experience, just because I just felt like I hadn't gotten to live that kind of life yet. Um, But no, I wasn't scared. I was more scared about like getting lost in the shuffle, kind of like being in a big university or whatever. But I wasn't scared about like being away. Um, I just think it's one more place that people have to come see me and visit me. So yeah, yeah, I'm waiting. That's what I'm waiting for the most is for COVID to go away so people can come visit. Yeah, I think there's already people that have been talking about coming to stay with you. So just be aware that that's going to (laughs) happen. I think, though, with you, um, some of your experiences at Greenville, I mean, although it's a small school, you had big opportunities and you actually got to travel a little bit of the world because you went here. Right. Yeah. You talked about yeah. some of those. So my junior spring, I spent in Jerusalem um, doing my like study abroad um, semester And that was through um, a partnership that Greenville has with the CCCU. I don't know if I put enough C's in there, but, um, and then, yeah, I also got to go on tour with a band. um, Oh, wow. And that was fun. I got to go through like the Midwest part of their tour. um, And that was awesome. And yeah, I just, I just said yes to as many opportunities that I could, which opened up a lot of doors for me. And you got a lot of opportunities. What band was this? Um, it was a summer high. <laughs> That's their name. Okay. Um, and actually, my boss, Dan, it's his great nephew. It's his band. Oh. So there was okay. another connection, another weird Greenville overlap thing. But yeah. That is the cool thing about Greenville, too, is like the connections with people like Dan. And uh, it's surprising to a lot of people that such a small university has such big connections to people around the world, actually. So that's kind of cool. And you get to take advantage of that, you know, in the best way. And they reach out to the students. So that's awesome, too. So tell me what you do with this position that you're in. Yeah, so I feel like everyone's job title kind of shifted during COVID because um, we're in the business of live events and there's just no live events really happening. Um, Nobody can go to concerts and all that stuff. So We've really launched into our live stream um, platform, which we're using mostly just Facebook for. Um, So I've got to do a lot of event promotion and scheduling and social media right now, which is really fun for me. Um, And then also just learning. I'm just learning so much about the music industry and about how the music unions work across the United States and Canada um, and how it kind of all fits together. So. So what does Music Performance Trust Fund do? What, like, what do they offer? So we are nestled in between the labels and the music union. Um, And basically we provide funds. We provide grants for um, free live music across the United States and Canada. Um, So I think right now we're sitting at about 390 live streams for the year, which is incredible because we didn't even know how to do a live stream at the very beginning of COVID. Um, So, but yeah, usually they have over 2,500 events across the United States. Um, Just, it could be in a park, it could be a, um, a uh, just community event that is free admission, but we're paying the musicians to play okay. there. So if Greenville wanted to, to have that 
option, how would we go about getting the funds? Would we get the funds from you or would the musicians get the funds for, from you? We would get them, wouldn't we? We had an event. Right. Yeah. That's where we're, um, it would be like the musicians have to be in the music union. Oh, okay. Um, but yeah, so we work through the union to, they apply for grants from us. Okay. So the, oh, so the union applies for the grant from you or yes. would, okay. Yeah. So, so I think there's a union in Edwardsville. Okay. Uh, so that would probably be the closest one and it probably covers Bond County. So if there's any musician okay. in Edwardsville union, then they could perform anywhere. Oh, nice. So we would just contact them if we needed musicians for an event, they right. would take yeah. care of there. That's interesting because I don't think a lot of places know that that right. opportunity yeah. exists. Yeah. Exactly. So that's a, that's a wonderful uh, resource to have. And now we've got you. So <laughs> you can walk us through some of that whenever we have questions, which, you know, we got things happening here when things open course, up, always. you know, we've got Breck Nelson making things happen down a uh, second street. We'll see what happens. There's just a little teaser about, you know, maybe something that might develop something. something. Okay. So are you, you're, so you're liking this. Yeah. Yeah. It's fun. It's definitely, um, it keeps me on my toes, which I like. Yeah. Something different. And you know, probably a lot of people that think about doing music management don't know that there's opportunities like that. Right. Mm -hmm. So that's pretty cool too. And you got it all started here. (laughs) Well, we miss you. And I know it's probably not as exciting as being my assistant. Um, (laughs) So you can be jealous of Kinsey now for a little bit, but you know, you can, there's always, if you ever want to come back, and experience right, the yeah. excitement of Greenville. The door is open. You well, if you have access, a card, you know. Right, that's true. But open for you. So <laughs> we'll make that happen. All right. You are gonna be my guinea pig today. Are you excited? I'm excited. Yeah, I can't wait. Well, I've decided because I've been listening to a lot of podcasts lately and a lot of old interviews. And Larry King left us not too long ago. I believe it was last week or maybe about a week and a half, possibly. And uh, I always kind of like listening to his interviews. Sometimes they're very uh, serious and in-depth. And sometimes you wonder if he even knows who he's talking to. So um, Larry, rest rest in peace. Uh, All respect to you. But I've stolen some of his questions from other interviews. And I'm going to now start incorporating these into ours because I'd like people to get to know the person that we're meeting with. Although a lot of people do know you around here. (laughs) They can fact check me. (laughs) They can fact check you. There might be some things that um, they don't know. So some of this is just about you. Some of it will come back to GU, but mostly it's about you. Okay. Are you ready? I am as ready as I can be. Okay. And if you, if you want to pass on any of these, (laughs) just say pass. We can either come back to them or we can forget we asked in the first place. Okay. So. Natalyn Hepburn, if you could trade places with anyone for a day, who would that be? Um, well, right now I feel like it would be Amanda Gorman. Oh, uh, yeah? <laughs> because I just want to see how her mind works with poetry and uh-huh. how she even can think in that way. Like, I just want to think that creatively with my words. Like, that's just amazing. That's an interesting one. That's a good one. Yeah. And uh no, I think she'd be flattered to hear that too because she's a young lady. <laughs> um, okay. Who do you think had the most influence on you in your current career path? Well, Got to give a shout out to Miss 
Denara Moore. Um, Denara. Just, I remember my first days at Greenville, even she, I wasn't a music business major to start and she kind of like, you know, pulled me in very slowly and discreetly, but um, yeah, she, she made a lot of things and a lot of experiences happen for me. So. All right. Well, she'll be glad to hear that. She probably already knows this. That no um, what, if any, is your secret talent? Secret talent. Oh, I'm really good at hula hooping. I did not know that. That is the secret. I'm going to write that down though. Yeah. Why I won a competition once in Arizona. Oh, wow. How long ago was this? I was like nine. Wow. Yeah. All right. Hula hoop champion. Yes. I know you're in New York City and maybe this isn't uh, as easy for you to have. Do you ha- currently have any pets? I do. I have a cat. Yeah. She definitely kept me sane during uh, quarantine. Is this a cat that came from here? Yeah. Yeah. We flew you. together. We made oh, this wow. trek together. She's a big city kitty, as we call it. All right. And, and she's adapted well. Yeah. Yeah. That's good to know. Okay. Cats can handle the big apple. All right. Um, job aside from the one you have now, what is, and, and being my assistant, um, a job that you have enjoyed the most? Well, I worked at Joe's Java for four, all four years. Yeah. I, I started there my freshman year. So that was really fun. I got to know all the gossip because I was oh. at Joe's Java. That's true. And you were a bit of a Joe's Java influencer for a while. From what oh, I yes, remember. of course. Yeah, Johnny Hinton really hooked me up with that career. So. Yes, if you, if you get into Joe's Java Instagram and you go back to last year, you'll see quite a few natty posts. Quite a few of me, yeah. All right. What's your favorite place to visit? That's hard. Or what's um, your favorite? Well, I'm, I'm not going to say. What do you think? <laughs> <laughs> Not necessarily. I love going to Arizona because a lot of my family's there and it's warm. I really uh, it's warm right now. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, you've got that a lot of snow there, don't you? Yeah, 16 inches. How are the roads? The roads are good. The sidewalks are like climbing little mini mountains to get. Oh work, my but gosh! <laughs> but it's not. But it's okay. Can, yeah. Okay. Um. I think I'm going to skip. Let's see. Okay. <laughs> Aside from Denara, because we already know that she probably won this one as well, but favorite Greenville University professor? Richard Houston. All right. And what is it about Professor Houston? Um, he was, I had him my freshman year. I think he was like my 8 a.m. class or something ridiculous, but he started every class with a devotion, which I had never seen before. And I was like, what is this man? Why does this man want to pray for me? Like, I don't understand it. Um, And then he just really tried to incorporate like social media, like modern things that he might not understand, but that he wants to connect with us on. And so it was just like really helpful that he wanted to be a learner with us. Oh, that's great. Yeah. Yeah. Kind of like that. He's uh, yeah. I think he, he falls into that category for a lot of students. Yeah. Uh, Let's see here. What makes you the happiest? Is it maybe a song, maybe a place to be, a certain activity? What do you, what makes you really smile? Right now, I would say it's just being outside in general. Um, I feel like the pandemic has really made, one thing it's helped within the city from what I've heard is just people being outside and enjoying like the parks or whatever. Um, So I go to 
basically the same park every day and it's on the, along the water and I just love watching the sunset as much as I can when it's not freezing. Um, but yeah, just spending time outside right now, really. Oh, that's nice. Now, do you live very far from where you work? Um, it's about, it's only three miles, but that's about 22 minutes on the subway. So. Oh, okay. And are the subways crowded? Uh, they're picking up. Yeah. Okay. Do they have, do they have, um, like regulations and rules on, uh, for the subway? I mean, with all the, with the social distancing and everything? Yeah, definitely. Obviously we have to be masked at all times. Um, and then I think people are just kind enough to each other where nobody wow. gets in each other's personal space right now. Oh, that's nice. Well, that's good. I mean, you know, there with every tragedy and every horrible thing, there's usually one or two good things that come out of it. Maybe that's one mm-hmm. of them. Uh, this is a weird question. But <laughs> do you do any impressions? Um, I don't. I don't think I do. Not any good ones. No. Uh, okay. Well, we'll uh, work on that for next time. Okay. Um, <laughs> here's another strange one. Uh, this is actually a Larry King one. Uh, the other impressions was me. Um, if you could communicate with an animal aside from your cat, what animal would that be? Um, I think. Well, this is kind of gross, but I think it would be the New York City rats right now because I just okay. really want to know their survival instincts because they're yeah. like, they go through a lot, you know. I would think they probably see a lot too. They know what's what. And they can, like, if you ever had to escape, you know, from the city, um, yeah. you know, you were trapped. They know the ways. The rats can get you out of there. Yeah. yeah. So that, that would come in handy. Um, something about you that no one knows or not many people know, aside from the hula hoop thing. I already told you my deepest, darkest secret. What else? I know. That's your hidden talent. <sighs> Something that no one knows. Um, I collect, um, I have one with me. I collect um, coffee sleeves. Really? Yeah. How many do you have? So I'm doing a New York like one right now. And I think I have 10 different ones from around the city. So I'm working on like getting... I want some from all over. So do you have any that you brought with you from Greenville? I obviously have like Joe's Java. <laughs> I have the original Adam brothers. I have oh. corner cafe. Yeah. So I have those. Yes. So you do. Okay. I, that I did not know yeah, that. Very strange. I know. Well, no, it's not. It's, an, it's different. I just didn't expect it. Yeah. Um, if you could change one thing about the world, I know this is heavy. What would it be? And it can only be one thing. Um, I would say just that we don't have to fit into one category. We can be more than one thing. (laughs) Okay. Okay. I like that. Where it would be just normal. You don't have to, there'd be no placing people in a slot. Gotcha. Okay. My last question for you. Cause I did this with uh one with Sydney too. Okay. If you could tell younger Natty something like either either encouraging or warning, maybe I don't know. <laughs> or uh, what would what would that be? What would that one thing be? I well, there's a lot of warnings I would have given myself, but I would say just to pursue the path of peace like whatever makes you actually peaceful because I feel like so many times when I was younger I would just do like 
reckless things or whatever. And it would just not be very, like, it would not be very good and peaceful. So I just feel like just pursue the path of peace. Uh, keep the drama low. Right. <laughs> right. Awesome. Right. Well, awesome. Well, thank you so much. And hang on for a minute after we stop this. <laughs> this ends our podcast. And now I will talk to Natalie on our own. Thank you for tuning into the Greenville Smart Podcast. And again, if you'd like to contact us at uh, Greenville Smart, send email to Elaine at GreenvilleSmart.com and look for this podcast um, on our website and on iTunes. And hopefully you'll join us again. Thanks, Natty. Thank you.